Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Uh, now we uh, got a thousand texts to get to, so make sure to text in 0457 736 736. And we are here for Chemist Warehouse. Head into Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse for coming on board this year. We really appreciate it. Now we'll uh, let's get into it. Also, you can call 1300 011170. Give us a text, as I said, 0457 736 736. On Twitter, give us a follow, Captain's Run NRL. And also make sure to follow at SEN League on Instagram and TikTok. Now, uh, let's talk about Suali'i's move to rugby union. Uh, it's really been interesting to see. It's, it's, I honestly feel like there might even be a bit of a generational gap in regards to the reaction to this news. I feel like a lot of the people around my age are kind of like, yeah, you know, good on him. Go get his – do his thing and, and um, you know, yeah, congratulations. And I can't wait to watch him in the World Cup. And then mm-hmm. I feel like, and again, this is just an assumption. I've got no data to back this up. But from what I've seen, the older generation are very, you know, uh, protect, anti. anti, you know, protect rugby league, protect NRL. Let's not promote rugby union. Uh, but what are your thoughts on the whole Suali'i situation, man? Yeah, look, I've been a little bit, I guess, one of a better word, a little bit more relaxed about the whole thing. Mm. Um, yeah, the one positive is that we do have Joseph in our game for another season and a half at least. So we're going to see him improve you know, in for the rest of this year and next at least. And then he goes to rugby for his little stint. Hopefully he's only over there for that that campaign leading into um, a World Cup um, year and which he is involved in. And there's no doubt that that's the reason why the AOVU have shelled out so much money. Like it's 1.6 wow. a year. Huge money. Huge money. Um, that alone, Kempi, is extremely hard to pass up mm. that opportunity 1.6 million dollars there's very few other places you'll get a chance to make that much money per year mm. um, it doesn't matter what you're doing really um, but to be playing a sport and getting 1.6 that's that's a pretty good uh pretty good payday um i'd like to think too mate that you know once he has that little stint over there that we could possibly get him back into our game mm. like he's a, he's a young man like he's only he's still only what twenty, yeah. Um, and by the time his deal with the ARU expires, if it does expire, we're 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 talking. If he doesn't extend past that date, he'll still be twenty four. Insane. Twenty four years of age, like it's you know. So he'll be coming back to our game, you know. And I'm saying from a you know a point of view of I'm I'm hopeful. Or I'm, I really hope he does come back to the NRL. And when he does come back at at twenty four, he's still a young man. Yeah. Like like I, I like I know I know players that debuted in the NRL at at older stages of life than twenty four. Twenty six. Cody Walker, yeah, of course. Um, you know, so you know, like it's it's not the be all and end all. Um, yeah, we've got the you know Gus. You know Gus come out the other day and said, "Oh, you know he should go now, and you know let the don't let the door hit you on the way out and all that sort of stuff." I get it. You know he's a passionate leaguey. We all we're all passionate leagueys. We all are. Um, but you know this is a decision that Joseph's made. Good on him. He feels as though that's the best thing for his career. It might be you know a great move for his family as well. Um, we don't know the situation at home, but you know it's not it. it it's not just, oh, yeah, I'll go and give this a go. Like, he's played rugby union before. Well, that's what I was going to say, Smithy. I was like, well, tech, you know, you could make the argument we stole him from union first. Mm. Well, I think he – I actually think he he uh, he grew up as a – like a, a, a little boy playing league. Yep. 
Then he was recruited to Kings, yep. the school in, in Western Sydney, and played rugby. So you're only allowed to play rugby. You can't, you're not allowed to, they don't let you play league. Mm. So he played rugby all through his, um, I think his senior schooling. So it's not a, it's not a game that he's foreign to. Mm. And I think he also gets the opportunity to play a bit of fullback, maybe possibly outside centre. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see where the Wallabies use him. But, um, you know, like good on him. It's a challenge for him. You know, we, we've seen it's not the first time we've had players go over to, to rugby union. You know, when you think about guys that have gone over and, and excelled, you know, Sonny Bill Williams, um, Lottie Dakiri, Wendell Saylor, um, Matt Rogers, mm-hmm. one, of the, one of the great greatest converts that we've seen, you know, play league and go to play union. I actually um, spoke with Matty only a couple of weeks ago, and he said that he, he actually played more union growing up than he did league. Oh, wow. So he, he, he actually preferred rugby union over league, but he just got an opportunity early to play in the NRL. Um, and it wasn't until the sort of, you know, towards the end of his career where he got a chance to go over and represent the Wallabies and play in some of those big matches, um, you know, before, you know, coming back to league. So, um, you know, hopefully, oh, oh, mate, as I'll, I'll just reiterate, I'm, I'm fairly relaxed about, you know, the whole situation. He's a young man. He's, he's got a great opportunity to, you know, do some really good things for himself. In rugby union, uh, financially, you know, he's he's more than sorted, uh, and I just I just hope that we can see him back in the NRL um, once he's had his little stint over there. Yeah, I, I agree, mate. I um, as an Australian, I want as many good players playing for Australia in the World Cup. I do think also if you're if you're thinking about it in the mindset of NRL or rugby league versus rugby union, mm. I think a lot of people are only thinking of the mindset where he goes to union, kills it. And everyone's going, oh, Union's a better game because it's exciting now when they, they went all the way to the World Cup. And I hate to be the negative Nancy, but there's a world where he goes over there, he hates it, and he leaves early, and that's an yeah. even better ad for Rugby League because it's like, he, <laughs> you know what I mean? There's, that's yeah. a possibility. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And you gotta you got to think of it, you know, from when, when you break it down, you look at where Rugby Union um, in Australia is coming from. Like, who can – can you name, like, more than – five players in the Wallabies at the moment? No. It's very hard because they're, 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 they're not overly visible. They're not in your face. They're not on, on TV a lot. Um, compared to when we were sort of younger, you know, when you're thinking of the great Wallaby sides that used to win Bladderslows and they were, used to go deep into World Cups and all that sort of stuff, they were household names. Mm. Um, so maybe they're looking, the AOU are looking from a standpoint where they can, they can it's a commercial opportunity for them too. They've got this young man who's doing some great things in the NRL. He's he's well known in the league community, and maybe with him coming coming over to rugby union, that they can bring some some eyeballs across to their sport, um, particularly going into those significant years of of World Cups and and um, you know there's a British and um, Irish Lions tour of Australia as well involved in in that period of time. So maybe that's what they're looking to to bring in bring some you know some new eyes across to their sport, maybe some commercial opportunities, new sponsors, new money. It all, it's all taken into account when they sign players like Joseph on big contracts, you know, in the one, $1.6 million mark. Oh, well, when you look at it and you go, if they spent $1.6 million in advertising, they wouldn't have got anywhere near the advertising they've already got in a week. One week, they have gotten millions and millions of dollars worth of advertising. They actually did... When Carmichael Hunt went to AFL, a lot of people were like, you know, blown away by the money that was spent. 
and our mm. independent group did some research on the value that it generated in media spend. They reckon yep. they made their money back literally in the first week uh, yeah. because w- of the exposure. Would have been the same with Israel Folau going yep. to GWS. Absolutely. Same thing. Um, so, yeah, really interesting. I, I, I personally... Good luck to him. I can't wait to watch him in the World Cup, and hopefully we go well in the World Cup. Now let's get to some. Oh, sorry, got someone more to say? No, no. I was just going to ask you, mate. Like, so what about? Are you okay with him now that he's signed? Are you okay with him playing State of Origin? Yeah, I got no issue. Because like, I, I feel like I'm, I'm just asking your opinion because I think a few people have said, well, yeah, if he's if he's gone, like, why should he play Origin? Mm. We should be giving someone else an opportunity. But you know, if his form's warranted and he's the best option for the Blues, then. I guess he should be there, right? Yeah, well, I see it like, and I'd love to hear your thoughts, obviously, you know, having such a historied uh, origin career, but I see it as like, what's origin really about? It, yes, it is about rugby league, but it's about your state, being mm. representing your state. Yeah. And so, you know, he is going to represent the country for rugby union. So I don't see the, the representing of where you're from is more important than mm. the game, the vehicle in which you do it. Uh, what do you yeah. reckon, Smithy? Well, yeah, from a from a fan, um, which I always have been, um, but now not not playing the game. Um, I hope he plays. It, it's great for our sport. It's great for you know the theatre of of what Origin is. Um, it, it builds up you know that rivalry, and you know Joseph is one of the the best players in our game right now. So, if he if he's available for the Blues and he's the best fit for the Blues, I, you know it's great to see. It'd be great to see him there as a Queenslander. Hope they don't pick him. <laughs> Mate, Do what body. Gus says. Turn your back on him. <laughs> yeah, Gussie. as a Queenslander. Yeah, you're right. As actually. a Queenslander, Gussie, I totally agree, mate. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Yeah. Um, now we've got some texts here. Uh, can the Eels get close to a premiership with Hodgson at nine? What do you reckon, Smithy? Well, I was I was actually I was impressed with him in in the first few games um, that they played, uh, and and you know. They they didn't win, of course, but they were they were thereabouts, and we've spoken how close they were. But I've I've been really impressed with the way he's he started the season. He's had a long layoff, like he's coming back from ACL, and, and not just one. He's he's had a couple in the space of a, you know a short time, like three or four years, two ACLs. It's always going to set you back a little bit, but um, you know it's not it's not all on Josh Hodgson's shoulders. Mm. It's it's going to take a team effort. Um, fantastic win last weekend for them. Golden Point, Mitch Moses signs a contract, extends with the club, wins it for him in Golden Point with a beautiful field goal. Um, they're a team that, when they're good, they're as good as any team in the comp. Um, and I, you know, it's it's a, it's a new combination that they're building. I know they've had a preseason together, but he's a very different player to Reed Marnie. That 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 spine and that group that's been there for quite some time. They they're used to the way Reed Marnie played. So you can see some adjustments being made in their game, you know, week to week. But I to be to be fair, I think, you know, he, he started the season as well as he could have expected. I think he would have been happy with his own form. I I'm certainly think he's been playing well. Um and if the team just gets it together and, and they can play consistent good footy then, you know, they're a chance of being there again this year. Mm. Uh, another text here. Hey, Kempy, you sound so against rugby, but you didn't you do a year of it in 2011 before Dragons. I don't – did I sound mm. – if, apologies if I sounded against rugby. I thought I was being quite <laughs> positive, saying it's totally cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, actually, I did spend a year in uh, rugby. It wasn't for me, but, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd got no issue with rugby. Uh, Hillstorm Hillary, no issue with rugby at all. 
Mm. Uh, afternoon, fellas. Love the show. I very much look forward to the captain's run and mauling glory every week. Just after Cam sorts on the majestic return of Nico Hines and how the Sharks could go this year. Oh, well, we were... Oh. I was I was a little bit uh, I was pleasantly surprised should I say that Kempy with mm. his return I was I had a couple of question marks over how good he was going to be particularly with his ability to get around the ground um, calf injuries as we know they they can hang around for a little bit and and even when you do start playing they're just sort of in the back of your mind but Nico Hines was was outstanding um, you know playing against well a dragon side that that didn't play all that well um, he's he had a hand in. Oh, geez, what was it? Three or four tries. Um, and he looked good. He looked ready to go. I think I think in his case, they may have held him back one, maybe two weeks, I reckon, Kempe, mm. just to make sure that he was tip-top um, and, and ready to go and, and just feeling, you know, 100%. I don't think they rushed him back, particularly being the start of the year. You know, if, if they may have been happy to concede a couple of losses um, without Nico there, but just... Having him back in the side, you could see the players around him, particularly the guys, you know, on on the on the edges. Um, just yeah, they they look super confident, super comfortable that their main man was back and and pulling the strings. Oh yeah, I was. Uh, I thought it would take him a week or two to get back to his best, yeah. but geez, Louise, straight yeah. away, it was incredible. Uh, afternoon, Kempy and Go. On the Whiten situation, I think the Tigers are going to be the biggest player in the market for him, especially Ooh. if they are making a move for George Williams, then the spine could be solid. That's from Junior Smithy. Um, mm. Look, I all due respect, and you know, I really hope the Tigers can turn it around, but they are, I personally think as a star player, you wouldn't want to be going there at the moment. Um, no. It is, you know, guys like Happy Coruscant, Bateman, uh, Papaliti have gone there, and it, it looks like business as usual, unfortunately. Now... That hopefully it takes some time and they turn things around, but I can't see Jackie White going there regardless of how much is offered him because he's if he's going somewhere, he'd be winning a premiership, surely. Yeah. Oh, mate, I, I agree. I, I think there's probably other clubs that are that are well and truly in front of uh, the Tigers, but, you know, that's, that's considering if there are uh, teams out there, which I think there is, like, you know, the Dolphins, I think we know, has a, have a bit of money to spend for next year. Um, you know, you know, Parramatta are talking. They need a. They're talking about a star outside back. That's the news we're hearing anyway. Um, I, I think there's a handful of teams that would be have their noses in front of the Tigers to to try and secure Jackie White and services. Yeah, I agree, mate. I agree. Uh, now we're going to head to a break. After the break, we're going to get to holy schnitz moment of the week.